Hey everybody, welcome back. Happy Skews Day. Uh, we're actually going to do a full-on crafting show tonight. No politics, we're just going to be sewing some masks for you. Now I'm moving some stuff around here at the house, and so I'm sitting in front of uh, my wife's crafting station. So I hope you like that new background there. It will be temporary, unless you guys love it. Who knows, maybe I'll just go full craft guy now. Anyway, I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Ogie. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? Well, what kind of crafts is, is uh, Katie into? What she what she make well, over there? She so she makes popsicle stick houses. No, she yeah macaroni pictures stuff like that. <laughs> you know, no, she makes uh, custom made masks for people mm. and sells them. She got in started doing that uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. It was fun for a while there. Demand dropped off for a couple of weeks, and what do you know? Looking way back up now. Back so, in yeah, business, back baby. Yeah, Hell yeah. Weird how that's yeah. going? Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is such a nightmare. <laughs> Just the COVID part. I mean, not her doing yeah. that. Yeah, I do. I want to type like the the COVID headlines are. There's this phenomenon happen where there'll be a blaring like headline about Delta, and then it's technically true, but then you read the article and you find out it's not really true. It's technically true, but it doesn't matter, right? Like, there's a big right. one that NBC News got roasted for. The blast out of headline said 125,000 breakthrough cases. And you're like, oh shit, that's horrifying. Then you're like, oh, 170 million people got vaccinated. And also very few of the 125,000 got very sick. And then there was a, a big story about a breakthrough cluster in Provincetown. That one. That the CDC was treating like it was a representative. And somebody had to be like, uh, Provincetown in the summer is not a representative of these are a bunch of hot gay dudes in very close quarters. Partying very hard. (laughs) Very close. Very hard. Yes. 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 They get their their shirts off, dancing, spitting each other's mouths in the basement of a disco. And it's not... It's it's not... It's not a good example of what people... Like, you you, you hanging out... You hang out uh, in, in your backyard barbecue in the suburbs. They're not going to be that close to people for that long, sweating all over each other. So it's, you're going to be way different. And well, also, none of them got that sick. So well, yeah. there was another. I know the New York Times, that big CDC thing came out, and their their tweet about it ended with something like <laughs> the report finds that vaccinated people may spread the disease at just as easily as unvaccinated people, something like that. And that's all they put in there. But that leaves out the not fact true. that. Well, whatever, it totally ignored the fact that they're way less likely to get it in the first place. You know, like yeah. in, like way, way less likely to contract it in the first place. And I guess if you do, despite being vaccinated, if you're one of the unlucky, you know, fraction who does still contract it, I guess that you can also still pass it to someone else or whatever. But they oh. just made it sound like they made it sound like there was no difference, you know, that the vaccine yeah. didn't make a difference, which is not what anybody was ever saying. And shit like that just drives me crazy. It's it's a uh, it, it's fun with math, right? Because like here, like if, if you if you're in a highly vaccinated area, right, which a lot of these stores are coming out of because it fucks the math up. So if you're if you're in like a like a town, say there's hundred people, ninety nine percent of them are vaccinated, and two people get COVID, the one unvaccinated person and one of the ninety nine vaccinated, the headline's going to say fifty percent of new cases in town are vaccinated. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the, the point is, get your vaccines. It's mostly fine. Also, man, wear, wear a mask a little bit if it's mandated and you want to. It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see Justin Goldberg over here says either way, the unvaxxed have made their choice at this point. The rest of us are done with this pandemic shit. That's exactly how I feel about it too, buddy. But it's like if the, it could still lead to the powers that be making you know moving and shaking in ways that affect us, which is unfortunate. On that note. 
I am still, as of now, planning to continue to be on tour, but the mayor of Little Rock, Arkansas, just moved our dates in three weeks until next April because of this COVID shit. Even though everybody comes to my shows is vaccinated, we're all vaccinated too. And here you are, obviously. <laughs> Trey, when you a uh, centered example, but yeah, it does affect us. You can still go to Well Red. That's Well R E D, WellRedComedy.com for ticket information. We'll, we're, we'll come through as soon as possible. Yeah. Hey, uh... Hey Trey, when you uh, when you got into comedy, did you think you'd be getting your bookings from the mayor? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, but you know. Oh uh, shit! I got I got I got to call the city comptroller see if I get a tight ten as they warm up for the mayor show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so getting into it with producer Matt's with us as always. This is weekly skews tonight. The big bombshell sexual harassment case against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and the responses to that so far, including the pretty bizarre response from the governor himself additionally the federal um eviction moratorium expired mostly due to the supreme court although you wouldn't know that based on how the democrats have handled it so far which is to say poorly and if we have time i'm gonna tell you all about how i your intrepid host your boy uh got put in tiktok jail uh the reason for which i hope will be surprising to you but yeah that's uh some fun to be had all that and more on tonight's skews but first as always the daily dumbass matt graphic please tonight's dd any pro vaccine las vegas politician who believes that their brakes are just going to somehow keep working automatically uh this is a clip from a Clark County Commissioner's meeting where the subject at hand was vaccine incentive programs, and this constituent had this to say. Matt, play it. You're acquiescing to fascists, and this is going to win in my favor, you guys. 100% success rate on this side. Tyrants have a 100% failure rate in this country, no matter what your little smirks have to do about it. We're the ones who put your brakes in your cars, who makes your meals, who gets your pharmacy. We're everywhere. I'm not the one who should be scared. I'm going to be driving pretty, knowing my brakes are okay. Well, there you have oh, it. Yeah. That lady Murder's is definitely on the table, baby. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> I feel like you could, you could take her a word for it because everyone with that hair color has definitely cut a few brake lines. <laughs> I say that someone who's married to a redhead. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what to like. It's, it, these fantasies are hilarious to me because she's basically outlining like a right wing Bolshevik uprising, uh, which right. doesn't make any sort of sense. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if the context of this was like aimed at, you know, the plutocrats for increasing income inequality, you know, with no end in sight to it and that type of thing. And it's like. It would, it would have a completely different feel to me. You know, it's like, yeah, the pitchforks are coming type deal. But say we're going to you're going to start getting <laughs> poisoned for trying to make people get vaccines to end this pandemic is a little bit little bit different. It, it's also like this is an incentive program. So this is a program where they're trying to give people $50. It's the opposite right. of adding to wealth inequality. It's like, can it, it'd be like if uh, uh, like that scene in Dark Knight Rises or Catwoman whispers into Batman's ear. It's like, how, how, what made you guys think you could ever live so long, live, live this good for so long? And then, uh, except it's Batman's like, I'm here to give you $50. <laughs> <laughs> and potentially save your life while doing yes, it. Yes, yes. It's just like the, the, everything is filtered through this nonsense thing and comes out really e extremely stupid on the other, the other end of it. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's it's so like it, it, no one's making you get the vaccine. Now, eventually, like I think the federal government, 
you, you probably can't mandate it, but you could mandate it to fly because the federal government runs the airports, right? So you could do stuff like that. And private companies are going to make all their employees get it anyway. So you're going to have a bunch like the, the Houston hospital is a big story. They mandated it for their like, like 25,000 nurses or whatever, like 25 quit rather than get it. You can private employers can make people get it. So that's the way it's going to work. And a, a bunch of them to Walmart announced a bunch of them announced this week. They're all doing it at the same time to avoid blame. <laughs> they like they huddle up like, okay, guys, if we all do it this week. It's like so. It's it. We we had seventy percent of Americans had at least one dose uh, this week. It's getting getting better. The the loud morons are going to continue to be loud morons, but in general, things are progressing. Um, well, that's good to hear, especially coming from you, because that's not your typical uh, slant. You know, often so when you're, when you're being other, somewhat yeah. hopeful, that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. They all spend so much time online. It's easy to forget that the only life that people, nor- most people are normal and sane. And some of them are skeptical of putting an un- technically un- unfully approved vaccine, which the FDA should get off their ass and, pre- and validate it. And also, like, guys, we should talk about this in, uh, up top, but like the, the CDC guidelines, like, CDC doesn't do cost benefit analysis. That's not their job. They offer risk advice. It's up to us to decide what to take. The CDC, CDC says also, also says to cook your hamburgers well done, and you always use dental dams. I've never had a well done hamburger, and right. I've never used a dental dam. <laughs> right. So you can take you can take their advice, guidance and listen to it and understand their experts, and also still maybe go about your normal life if you feel like you don't have to listen to everything they say. But I'm still wearing a mask in places that require it, and I wear it in stores and stuff. And you know, I don't want to get Delta. My neighbor got it; he's vaccinated. He was pretty sick for like four days. He's better now. I don't want to get sick for four days, even if it's just that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you said earlier, you said um, you're like, you spend too much time on the internet and you forget that most people are generally sane. But then, Mark, there is the internet, which leads us to our uh, first honorable mention, which is QAnon adjacent, which means well, more than adjacent, which means uh, please take it away. <laughs> All right, so Ron Watkins, who is, uh, if you've seen the Q into the Storm documentary, you're very familiar with what character this guy is. Uh, he's the guy uh, uh, that uh, owns and operates. Is that which is that Ron? That is that is that Ron or his son? I can't remember which one's which. Um, and the Watkins, the Watkinses, uh, run Eight Chan, which hosts Q, uh, which is where Q posts his original. He makes his original posts. And uh, Ron dropped a documentary today that was supposed to um, blow the doors. Election fraud. If you can see this video, here's a little clip of it. Uh, Voting systems are, by design, meant to be used as closed systems that are not networked, meaning they, they are not connected to the internet. Uh, there is no internet connectivity at, at all. They are not designed to be connected to the outside world through either an internet connection or any other uh, external connect- connectivity device. Do we have these passwords in the system? Uh, not the government's passwords. What's that? The state won't let us have our own password? Not the Does Dominion have any way to remotely access any of the information on... So if you can't make out, make out what the big deal about that is, neither could anyone else. All the Q people okay, were very disappointed. Good. Yeah, because I, yeah, right. Like, it what did, is it, supposed it, to be happening here? So it shows two guys who are supposed to be whistleblowers, and their voices are supposed to be disguised. We'll come back to that in a second. But it shows them trying and failing to use a password to get into Dominion, which is the whole point of Dominion, so no one can get into it. Maybe they have the wrong password. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, 
a couple, you, you notice that the, that video quality wasn't that good. The reason why is that's just a screen grab of the video because the reporter would not download it to his phone. The reason why is that people who did download it to their phones all got a virus. <laughs> gave all the Q people viruses. Uh, they went straight to their eye. Like there's a my around the hundred thousand events added added about a virus in my calendar. The virus the, the virus put a, a calendar um, uh, events in people's phones things to, to buy various products including buy a, 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 a ad blocker and virus software which is hilarious one of them told people to clean their rooms which is just fucking funny um and, but yeah. then it's, it's also funny that like you know they uh like they think that the government's putting 5g magnets or whatever in our bodies like against our our, our will and then they're their own arbiters of the truth like this guy <laughs> just yeah. give them all an actual virus on their computer instead and i'm sure that that will be completely lost on most of them i know they're upset with him but still like i yeah. don't think it's going to change their uh, Wait, belief system matt did have the right walkings that was wrong that he showed jim is the dad uh i uh, just did uh, follow up anyway so uh but anyway they didn't mask the voice well enough and people instantly recognized the voice of one of the alleged whistleblowers is wrong all right he pretended himself to be a whistleblower to make this stupid video now it's important to recognize that jim and ron control the message board that hosts q and he very claimed steadfastly to not be q even though the documentary makes it makes a pretty good case that they are just they are q um, so that's it. Uh, so anyway, that was today and, uh, that's today's Q update. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our, uh, next honorable mention for daily dumbass is, uh, Hollywood megastar Matt Damon for attempting to cancel himself. Apparently, uh, one of the weirder celebrity stories I can remember in recent memory, he gave an interview with the UK Sunday times in which he, for some reason, relevant to nothing out of the clear blue sky admitted that he had only recently just months ago in fact stopped using the homophobic f slur so you know not not fuck the other f word the more hateful f word he only just recently stopped using it and the way this happened was he told a he told a joke with that word in it to his 10 year old daughter well his, his, 10, his 10 12 and 15 year old daughters or at least in their presence also while but hey boston what are you going to do and one of them informed him that that wasn't cool. And at first he defended it by saying, what? I said it in the movie Stuck on You. Give me a fucking break, you know, or whatever. Uh, which is a movie about him being a conjoined twin from 20 years ago. <laughs> that was his justification at first. She then more emphatically expressed to him that it was wrong. And so he finally gave in and said that he has officially retired the F slur forever. I imagine him in his garage putting up a Celtics jersey with that word on the back of it with a tear in his eye, you know. Mark Wahlberg plays taps on a vehicle. You know, Mark Wahlberg was disappointed to hear this news. Had to be him, oh, and, him and Matt and Ben probably had a group thread going on. You know, where it's like, Matt, what have you done? No, I don't know. I'm sure they're all great dudes, uh, or, or not. Who cares? I well, just think I just think this is it's just a hell of a thing to just come right out and just say, you know. <laughs> Like if if you talk extemporaneously in public, you're gonna stay a stupid shit. Like someone someone messaged me last week. I I quoted a Ti lyric that popped in my head randomly, and I, I jokingly called him a friend of the show. And somebody sent me like a bunch of stuff about how bad Ti is. I know this stuff about Ti. I don't. Ti sucks. Sorry about that. I didn't mean anything by it. But you're, you're speaking extemporaneously in public, you're gonna say a bunch of dumb shit. But the 
the funny thing about Matt was he wasn't asked anything about this. It was I know, like, that's right. He just <laughs> offered it. What was it like being in the movie Stillwater? It was pretty <laughs> cool. By the way, I stopped saying that word <laughs> three months ago. <laughs> Wait, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But he has weirdly, yeah. apparently, since clarified or attempted to, he's walking yeah, he, back. <laughs> he did. But forget why, Mike. He just said the exact opposite. Actually, I've never used the F bomb, which is ridiculous because he did say it stuck on you. We heard it, right? And also, in the Departed, about a thousand times. Uh, and I don't think he's like any hate in his heart or malicious guy or anything like that. But it's just like, just as somebody's a good actor, doesn't mean you need to ask them a bunch of questions about, you know, yeah, <laughs> or, the random or people. not ask them about it. Yeah, and just maybe they'll just say it. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I get like, you know. He ultimately is saying, I realize that this is because he's a 50 year old dude from Boston. And that's part of what he says. Like when I grew up, everybody said that word all the time. And I'm 100 percent certain that's completely true. And so it's like as long as he he's saying it's wrong and and I have stopped and will never say it and whatever, then it's like at least he lands on the right place. It's just such a ridiculous way for uh for it to be presented you know it's the details of the story in particular that make it so uh just out it's, there it's also just a straight up lie to say you've never like we i was a kid and i was a male teenager in america in the 90s of if anybody course. says they didn't say that word they're full of shit the point is to try to be a better person as an adult as society evolves like no like uh, when that stuff happened yeah. with Kevin Hart a few years ago and he was going to host the Oscars and then had to quit because of the fallout from small tweets or whatever, a very smart, like, look, nobody expects you to not have been homophobic in 2005. We were all alive in 2005. <laughs> it's just like, just grow. Well, man. I think that, I think like if he had just offered up that they used to say it all the time back in Boston, back in the day or whatever, I think people would be like, okay, I don't know why you're talking about that, but we all know that already. You know, mm. but it was the fact that it was it was months ago, you know, like three, four months ago is a little late to have yeah. <laughs> to have just come around on it. Although, you know, there's plenty of people in Boston and yeah. we're from who still ain't come around on it. So, you know, what he was, he was streaming the third episode of uh, uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier. It was a long time ago. It's a different time, right? It's a different time. Different time. Yes. April was a different time. Um, all right, let's get into the Cuomo stuff, yeah? So everybody's seen it at this point. The New York Attorney General has released a report that uh, outlines some pretty serious sexual harassment allegations against Cuomo. I think 11 counts specifically is what it was that are covered in that, I think. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, that sounds about right. But the specifics of it are pretty crazy. Um, if you want to see, like, like this is going to get because everything falls in the culture war yelly stuff. You already see a bunch of right-wing people saying, see, Trump was right or whatever. Like, like everybody's a scumbag, which is probably true. But then it's like, the, the, then it, it filters through like, okay, well, if Cuomo resigns, uh, it'll prove the Democrats are better. So that's the only reason Cuomo resigned to make the Trump, make the Republicans look bad because they didn't hold Trump accountable. It's like, already we're already through the looking glass of what the point of this is. Anyway, the point is Cuomo is not a good governor. He's a bad person and he's abusive to everyone, including sexually abusive to take away from this. And you, uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Here's a video from uh, New York Attorney General Letitia Wright announcing uh, the findings of this report. Independent investigation has concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and in doing so violated federal and state law. 
Specifically, the investigation found that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment. Yeah, uh, and Cuomo's defense to this, now he's going to try to conflate a bunch of different stuff, right? Yeah. He's, he's going to say it's because he's touchy and loving, right? Yes. So like, here's how he's trying to spin it. Here's a clip of him. Uh, he, he obviously knew this was coming. He had a big report, this like is... a printout that <laughs> uh, uh, he handed out, and he released a 15-minute like video of him talking straight to camera about what a good dude he is and how people just misunderstand how nice and sweet he is. But here's, here's, here's a montage. I do it with everyone. Black and white, young and old, straight and LGBTQ, powerful people, friends, strangers, people who I meet on the street. So, All right. he's, he's, <laughs> so what he's going with there is essentially the I'm italian all right yes. so, so and not that, guilty of just italian that's just what that we is, do that is a joke i was going to make anyway but yeah. here's him explicitly making that argument in a different clip other complainants raised against me questions that have sought to unfairly characterize and weaponize everyday interactions that i've had with any number of new yorkers the New York Times published a front page picture of me touching a woman's face at a wedding and then kissing her on the cheek. That is not front page news. I've been making the same gesture in public all my life. I actually learned it from my mother and from my father. It is meant to convey warmth. Yeah. Right. My dear sainted mother taught me yes. to grab people and kiss them on the cheek. But, yes, but like the thing is, th it's not like it's just 11 counts of doing that. Right. No. I mean, like it's not it's that's not the whole thing that he's being accused of is doing the thing that they yeah. all do on both cheeks. <laughs> like it's no. more than that, which he's not yes. addressing. They have a video clip of this, but I don't think we need to show up. But I just describe what it says to what they, what they were, uh, this one of the women investigators uh, describe what the what he's stuff he's accused of is, for example, he touched uh, at a work conference, he grabbed a woman's butt. All right. Uh, another occasion, he had a female police officer in a security detail. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they were frozen. Sorry. Uh, he, uh, uh, a police, police officer in a security detail, um, he allegedly. He tra would trace his finger down the small, down the back of her, from the top of her neck down to the lower back. Uh, when they were in elevators together, he rubbed her tummy and said, it, he slid his hand around to her hip. And the, the detail that killed me was that it was like the hip where she keeps her gun. Uh, every cop that kills someone says they reached for their gun, right? right? Yeah. That woman could have shot the governor of New York <laughs> and gotten away with it because <laughs> he reached for her gun. The, it, it, this whole thing is absolutely goddamn ridiculous. Um, and one of the ways he de he defended himself, uh, he, he put printed out a picture book of other politicians and powerful people, 
also kissing and hugging people. One of them uh, was he put out pictures of uh, a page of pictures of Joe Biden hugging people uh, and kissing him on the cheek and stuff. And I, just what happened next, it was so quick, it was fucking hilarious. You could almost put the SpongeBob meme 15 minutes later. Here comes yeah. this headline. Joe Biden, Andrew Cuomo should resign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like he basically laid down in front of a bus and asked it to drive over him. It's just like, it's fucking ridiculous. And the, the important takeaway from this to me is like, Cuomo got deified last year in a really ridiculous way that I complained about at the time because he's not a good governor and his COVID response was completely inadequate. He was just as bad lying about it as Trump and resisting shutdowns in March. He actually was slower than Trump on some shit at the beginning of the pandemic. Trump obviously got worse and worse and worse. And Cuomo it started. But even like the vaccines, like grabbing control of the vaccine dispersal from local and, 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 and slowing that down, that process, he tried he, do you remember he tried to use vaccine doses as leverage to get people to say he didn't sexually harass them? He was calling around trying to get people in different districts to come out his defense where they get vaccine doses. This guy is a psychopath, a terrible governor, and he's getting his comeuppance. And I hope everyone who bought a, a Cuomo sexual T-shirt and joked about being horny for Andrew Cuomo feels really dumb today because, like, the, the, the way the way we turn politicians into like. like cults of personality is ridiculous, and it's incredibly damaging because these people work for us, and they're uh, you know tools for an agenda and they, the agenda either serves you or it doesn't. They're not, they're not heroes. They're not people you root for like they play in the Olympics. Right. They make a salary to do a job. They don't do the job. You fire. Sure. And I mean, I totally agree with you on that. Um, but I, you, you referenced this briefly, briefly earlier, but the whole dynamic, I feel like when I was reading responses and stuff on Twitter, what most people were saying or whatnot, like I, I don't see people on the left like defending him right now or anything, right? Despite his like deification, like people are, which I think that whole point of, and now it's like, okay, he's only going to resign to prove this point or whatever. But, you know, like Matt Gates still out here stomping around barefoot with Marjorie Taylor Greene and all that shit. And Donald Trump was grabbing pussies and stuff. And none of that ever mattered. None of that ever matters for any of them on their side ever. It never amounts to anything. But when it happens to a Democrat, it's, they typically, go down for it, including like Al Franken, who probably shouldn't. This is a completely different thing. But I'm saying, you know, I don't think there's like a double standard. And I think it's worth pointing that out in situations like this. You know what I mean? Like we always say we ain't like y'all in that way, but we're really not for the, you know, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen some people, there's that conspiracy theory that the power that be are trying to take down Cuomo. So New York have a Republican governor who can pardon Trump. I saw people making that theory, which is extremely stupid. New York's not going to have a Republican governor. Uh, also, Andrew Governor Andrew Cuomo governor is like a Republican. He's actually sad, sandbagged and sabotaged Democrats every point that he can to keep keep out of control of the state government. So he doesn't have any rivals um, with any actual power. It's a uh, yeah. It, it it's fine to cut him loose. You're not going to if you if you're a resident of New York. You're not going to lose anything by not having Andrew Cuomo as your governor anymore. Uh, so you can you can let him you can let him slide. What do you know? What happens if he does resign? Do they have like like in New York? How that? What's the line of succession or however that works? Or would they have like a special election or some shit? Or what? What would happen? I have no idea. I assume the lieutenant governor would take over until the next right. election. Uh, but like you want like want to know what this cult of personality stuff gets you? First of all, it gets you a uh, 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 Brett Kavanaugh Supreme Court because no one thought it was. To, people kept defending RBG whenever anyone asked her to retire. She's retired. She had had pancreatic cancer and was eighty something years old. Yeah, it's fine to ask people like that to retire so they can severe so 
progress can continue and the world can get better. She's not, we're not, you're not putting her on an ice floe. She's going to go retire and live on a beach. <laughs> you know, it's, it's same thing. Like right now, like in California, <laughs> California recall elections are the stupidest thing in the world. And we're going through one right now, right? They got Cause you, you can get like a hundred thousand signatures and get a recall election on the ballot. It's not very many people. And a lot of people hate Gavin Newsom on all sides of the political spectrum. Cause he sucks. Yeah. Right. But he's yeah. still better than the people running against it. So if 51% of people vote, the Gavin Newsom should be recalled. I asked vote getter who's not Gavin Newsom will be the next governor, even if that person only gets like five, 10, 12 in the vote. It's the plurality. That's so crazy. the next governor of California could very easily be a Republican. And Dianne Feinstein has Alzheimer's. It's fairly public now that Chuck Schumer's asked her to resign like three times. And she he's had the meeting three times because she forgets they had it. Right. And, which is deeply sad you know also ridiculous but the um if, if diane feinstein slips in a bathtub a, a, a month after republican takes office democrats will lose control of the senate because california will have a republican senator who probably be crazy as shit because the republican governor would be larry elder so you're talking like you well senator marjorie taylor green she'll probably set up a p.o box here and be in the senate now so <laughs> just an extremely uh, dumb system man just just, just extremely dumb so yeah Indeed. Well, um, on on that note, you want to talk about the eviction moratorium? What's going on yeah. with that? But first, I want to say Stephen Breyer retire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the eviction ban, um, eviction moratorium, which was federally instituted by the CDC, and there were lots of workarounds. People were still getting evicted because sheriffs don't follow the law necessarily. But um, it expired July thirty first. It expired July thirty first because the Supreme Court decided it should retire. Uh, January 31st, because uh, a bunch of landlords who give themselves like a hippy dippy name, like the National Civil Rights Alliance or some shit like that, filed a lawsuit as landlords to say that the uh, uh, the eviction moratorium overstepped federal government's uh, power. And Brett Kavanaugh randomly picked July 31st, the date it should expire, not for any principal reason, just like we think it should be over, but we'll give you two months. That clock was already tick, always ticking. Democrats didn't do anything about it. Uh, when he realized four days ago it was about to expire, Joe Biden said, Congress should extend this. Congress is like, we're leaving town, buddy. You extend it. And Joe Biden's like, well, the Supreme Court said I can't. And so Cori Bush, a congresswoman who, uh, from uh, um, St. Louis, who's a BLM activist, she slept on the, uh, on the steps of the Capitol for uh, all weekend, trying to call attention to the homeless crisis. The homelessness crisis is about to be exasperated. She embarrassed the shit out of them. So Joe Biden issued another <laughs> eviction moratorium using a different law, I think, but it's still gonna be struck down by the Supreme Court in fairly quick order, but at least maybe he can buy them some time to, you know, replace it. But <laughs> all this clusterfuck is, is ridiculous and also just shows how bad the Democrats are at politics. They didn't see this coming. They didn't think there'd be an outlash, a backlash. You know, 80,000 people are about to instantly become homeless, right? Which is a disaster for them, small landlords, medium-sized landlords, it's going to be a disaster for small banks if they don't get their rent money. This, this leads to, like, general conglomerates owning everything and more people being homeless. It's just, like, this is a bad result all around. Uh, hopefully, they're going to take some more steps to, to finesse it. But, like, it's always an example how broken the social safety net is because they pumped a bunch of money into it. The money is sitting in a bunch of bank accounts. They can't figure out how to disperse it. They can't pay people's rental assistance. It's just a broken social safety net that doesn't work because it's like so bifurcated and there's so many different processes, so many different paperwork to fill out and shit. It's very frustrating. Um, okay, like McConnell went on a uh, video today and he said this about it. Uh, Matt, if you have the video. Position on extending the um, a moratorium 
Um, what is your position on extending the eviction moratorium, especially in light of the Delta variant? Well, it looks like the money is there. Um, and it's either still in Washington or it's down at state and local government or somewhere in between. It doesn't seem to me require any additional legislative action. I need to get the money out there that's already been made available so it can solve the problem. And that's a no, and that's a no on the eviction moratorium, just to button, uh, button that down. Uh, 79,000 people are behind on rent in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I think the governor and needs to do something about that if he's got the. I mean, he's, the thing is, he's, he's like he's an asshole, but he's not wrong. Like, right. like, like yeah. first get the money, like figure out a way to get the money. And like the, the problem is, like, the federal government doesn't like just giving people money. You've got to like means test everything and give people make people fill out a thousand forms. If you just disperse the money, it would get to people. and They'd be fine. <laughs> But they're so worried about one wrong person getting rental assistance that it's like 79,000 Kentuckians are going to lose their apartments. So, well, how, what, how is, what specifically is the thing that holds that up other than just like bureaucracy? You know what I mean? Like, who is the person? Is it Joe Biden? Who is it that's like, that could just do something about that? <laughs> well, I mean, we need to rethink how the social safety networks in general. Like, it shouldn't like the it, you shouldn't be getting one kind of assistance from the county, one kind from the state, and one kind you have to always be verified by the federal government. And it's like five different agencies. If your person gets around the bus, you got to go all over town to get one type of food stamp card or whatever. It's just like none of it makes any sense. It's very hard to navigate. So the, the government might be like, we have all this money, and no one's asking for it because no one knows how to ask for it, who to go ask. If you had one department of social services that handled federal, state, and local, you know, uh, we talk about like how the government's less offended than private, less, less, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Efficient in the private industry. And it's a little bit true. Not really. Anyone who's dealt with a, a try to get a, a healthcare reimbursement claim from a, a Blue Cross knows it's not necessarily true. Yeah. But a private company would at least try to make this stuff linear and stackable so it would it would be easier to navigate so we wouldn't have one person in five different departments doing the same job right it just doesn't make I also sense. just don't understand how it's like <coughs> like sort of snuck up on them apparently the way that it seems to have you know what i mean like it's just you would think it's immediate it's very apparent that it would be a big problem and a thing that people would care about and it's like yeah you know like here, here's the problem. Getting somebody's birthday or something to them. You know? Here's the problem is that 35% of Americans are renters and no one in the Senate knows any of them. Yeah. Right. Nobody right. pays rent. If, if any of them has stories about renting, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an anecdote about their hard scrabble rise to wealth and power from being uh, just half a lie or based on nepotism and marrying into money or whatever. But the, uh, I mean, it's just like it's just like the, the idea of what Americans are. We all they think we all live in little pink houses in the suburbs, and it's just not true. I mean, I rent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Me too. Yeah. 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 So it's just right taken for granted that it's not that big. Like, did it doesn't occur to them that it, it would be that big of a deal somehow, despite like the numbers being readily available? Like, because they just don't think in that way. No. Renters rent to pay and not been able to pay it. Yeah, renters aren't real people to them. And I'm also like another thing that's driving me crazy about this about how bad the Democrats are. That's about how bad they are policy, not recognizing that people don't like, you know, uh people actually rent and live live check the check. But the uh uh the Supreme this is the Supreme Court's fault, right? Republicans run against the courts all the time. 
Mm. They will slam the courts for bad decisions if they do it. Democrats will almost never go off the Supreme Court for, for a bad Supreme Court decision. The last time that I remember it happening was Obama slammed the Supreme Court during the State of the Union for Citizens United, and he got castigated for it, which is like the lesson Democrats take away from this is like we're institutionalists, so we respect the institutions. Me and Republicans just burn everything down and do whatever they can to get their agenda through. But the courts are right wing now. The courts are extremely right wing. They're going to frustrate the Democrats' agenda if they can't figure out a way to change the dynamic. Like there's not a single social program that Joe Biden's going to pass that the Supreme Court's not going to figure out a reason to say is unconstitutional. Everything's going to be unconstitutional. And if you think Supreme Court's following some sort of rules other than motivated reasoning, you've got to like, I don't know, read different coverage of them because they arrive at whatever conclusion they want to make for whatever the moment is to help Republicans. It's not like, it, <laughs> they're not honest actors and they're, they're political actors. And so uh, they just, understand. But be upfront about, about that. Like, yeah. it like it is if you're the Democrats. Make sure that people understand what's actually happening because of course you're going to be the ones that are blamed for this you know this type of thing mm -hmm. the administration in charge at the time and if you don't have an actual effective response or at least you know something to say about it regarding how it did actually happen and you got you improve your messaging then like you kind of deserve it you deserve to be the one that takes the blame if you just you know don't handle it any better than that whether it even is your fault or not like it's up to you to keep shit like that from happening in the first well, it's place. like it's lucy and in charlotte and uh um with the football you know yeah in the peanuts cartoons it's like what this is what the supreme court's going to keep doing so you've got to at least make it clear to voters what's happening otherwise they're going to blame you for it even though like your response the response to the problem was ineffective as we talked about but the actual people who created the problem with the supreme court right right so <laughs> to say so fucking say so isn't there like why won't you allocate blame where it goes? Because you want to like pretend that you have this, this West Wing version of the government, the politics of the debate club, and everyone is operating in good faith. You just want to hold on to that illusion until we're all dead, you know? It's just yeah. it's wild to me. Yeah, yeah me too. Oh shit. So oh, so all right. Listen, Matt, you can go ahead and start looking at questions and comments if you want to. Throw them up there while I tell you all this little anecdote. Mark already knows this. I've told him we can still talk through it uh, with you guys here. It's a great story. Yeah. Interesting things happened to me recently. So people, uh, some people now and then I'll, when I put a video out, one of my little rant videos I do, sometimes people ask me, you got a TikTok link? I guess they got people on TikTok that ain't on Twitter or whatever the case may be. And TikTok just keeps coming up, but I'm old and, and, and don't understand things. So for a long time, I've just been, no, I don't mess with TikTok. That's just for, I'm not a dancing teen, you know, or whatever. So I'm not, that ain't, that ain't what you do on TikTok. But finally, I decided, well, I'm making the videos anyway. Might as well put them on TikTok. So I started doing that recently. And if you've seen any of my videos, you know you know what they are. You know what I'm about. Same, literally same exact video, just also posted to TikTok. And I've probably put five or six of them up there. It's a relatively recent thing. And three of them have been removed for hate speech. <laughs> and I have been banned from TikTok in increasing increments of time with every removal. I'm currently in TikTok jail for like four days, uh, which uh, expires tomorrow. I got put in TikTok jail for two days last Friday when I put my video out about uh, just people not getting the vaccine and them being dumb. I put that video out and it got banned for hate speech. And I thought, well, I have a line in, in that video. I say the words... Mexicans should go back to their country, right? Granted, 
But <laughs> the context of me saying that is Republican assholes like Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott are somehow acting like the best thing for COVID would be if Mexicans went back to their country because they're passing all these bullshit immigration laws and saying it has anything to do with COVID. That's a thing that's happening. So that's the full context. But I was like, well, maybe just with my accent, I'm just not allowed to say phrases like that, no matter what the context is, you know, as far as TikTok is concerned. So when I got out of jail, I took that sentence out of it and left the rest the same and reposted it and put a thing at the end where I was like, I, this video was banned. And I don't know what's going on. Let's see if this one gets banned, too. And it got banned immediately. And then I got put in jail again. So, yeah, apparently I'm a I'm a I'm a hate speaker by TikTok's yeah. parameters. The only other explanation I can think of is that, like, it as far as TikTok is concerned, it's like discriminatory or it's considered hate speech to talk shit about you know, conservatives, white idiots, basically, that don't want to get vaccines, because otherwise I literally don't know what it could be. And if that's the case, then that's funny to me. It's my First Amendment rights, Mark. I'm being persecuted, all right? I need a liberal redneck parlor app or something. If TikTok's yeah. going to be like this, I need to start my own app. You're uh, being a shadow man, buddy. Uh, you're, you, I mean, you're TikTok jail, you're basically the enemy of the Chinese Communist Party now. So that's pretty high profile. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I the, the algorithm is doing a lot like uh, Right Wing Watch, who's a um, a uh, video com compilation account, like like organization that uh, basically grabs different videos being made by different right wingers. Um, uh, they got kicked off YouTube for a while for just reposting conservative content, like look at this dumb dipshit, right? Yeah. Uh, the people got kicked off YouTube who were journalists who covered January sixth because. Just footage of the riot trying to show people what happened was considered like election misinformation or something. So the algorithms just are completely indiscriminate like that. You usually usually can appeal, you know. I, I uh, did. I submitted appeals and nothing happened. Uh, people, some people in the comments are saying, and some people I know in real life have said too that maybe I'm getting brigaded with complaints. Yeah. You know yeah. that I'm like people that for whom I do not hit are just, uh, you know, uh, submitting a bunch of complaints about them just to get them taken down, and that's working. I don't know, but uh, clearly yeah. I'm the victim here, Mark, okay? Someone else said, does anybody over 30 care about TikTok? No, I'm over 30, and I don't care about TikTok. I just, this is this is a new experience for me, which I find humorous. Uh, Trey has the perfect relationship with social media. He posts and then leaves it. He doesn't, like, look at anything on there ever. <laughs> Jennifer Hartshorn says conservatives report your stuff on the basis of it being unfair to one racial or ethnic group, like say white people. But I don't, I mean, sometimes I, sometimes I say white people, but I'm a white person. I'm allowed to say it No, But, uh, also it, it's not, it's not about, it's not directed at them being white. It's directed at them being stupid for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? but, it was literally yeah, I, saying like, you need to get the vaccine cause you're fucking us all over was the point of the video. And like, that's not, that ain't fucking hate speech. Sure. I don't care if it offends them that I'm calling them stupid for not doing it. I like, think you're you're trying to like you, you, the way your brain works. You try to find a reason for things, and sometimes there's not <laughs> yeah. really. Right. So, but, yeah. but what, she, what she's saying, uh, the right right wing online kids do do this. Um, someone could have just dropped a link to that video in one of their like a, a Reddit thread, like, "Hey, look at this dumbass! Everybody report him!" And then yeah, right. that twenty thousand people report you for no reason because they're bored. And then right. your account gets taken down. They do that like it's like how like when you know Last Jedi comes out and it has like a fan five percent of Rotten Tomatoes because all the Reddit Nazis voted <laughs> it down. So. Yeah. 
Well, you know, yeah. I'll just start uh, replacing my voice with a robot's voice and putting police sirens and stuff over them, shit like that, and just see if that works. Because that's what they do on TikTok, as far as I can tell. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah. Just thought maybe they would appreciate my wares, and they do not, and that's okay. I'll still. I'll be over on Facebook having my fun. Okay. You gotta. Some, you gotta some start of us uh, partying on Facebook. All right. You gotta start making K-pop memes. You know, the, the K-pop teens yeah. will push you up, and then you'll be. World famous as a as a K-pop superstar, Trey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that would be fun. Uh, Matt says, maybe ask a question to the audience. <laughs> Comments are light. It's uh, August, man. It's a uh, yeah. the session, so we don't have any dumbass um, MGT videos. Is she was still posting, but I'll be interesting. So uh, we're sitting here being. Uh, it, it's, a, it's other than Congress fucking up. It's a slow news day. Yeah, uh, so you know, I don't have a question other than you know. Can I? Oh, I do want to ask because y'all are out in the real world, uh, 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 not in the uh, communist state of California. Uh, can, do, you, do you guys personally know people that are vaccinated, and are they ideological holdouts, or just haven't gotten around to it yet? Because I'm really curious about that because I, I'm seeing differing data on that. Uh, it, 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 I started article that they trying to put people into buckets. A lot of people really are just slightly skeptical and just haven't gotten around to it yet. They're just waiting to see. So like their neighbor got it and like see how they feel in two days or like, they're afraid they'll have symptoms from the, uh, you know, uh, side effects from the vaccine and they can't afford to take off work. You know, that's the thing too. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting question. Cause yeah. Anecdote all my, like I come from a pretty small family anyway, and we're all like-minded really. So like back home, that really small redneck town I'm from, I really only know my good <laughs> friends and my family, all of whom are, you know, they're all vaccinated and everything. So I don't, I don't have a good sense of how widespread it is. Although I would imagine probably a fair amount. And then my in-laws in Wayne County, Tennessee, uh, I, my sister-in-law is a doctor, a pharmacist. And I know she's really pissed at people for not getting vaccinated, but I don't know like what the kind of numbers are. Whisper Mason says, I have a friend in Tennessee that isn't vaccinated because he thinks he's going to be charged for it. Like there are like, a bunch of police or by the bank. Like we, no, no, <laughs> But, but, but like, you, right. This is America. Cost money it, because in America, fucking three aspirin, if you go to the doctor's office, costs you $800 or whatever. And people are you, used to that. So they just assume, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I get if, that mentality, even though it's not I, true of vaccines. I, was, I mean, like, if somebody told you healthcare was free in America, this one specific thing, would you believe them? Because, like, a, like this, we're talking about people who you go to the wrong doctor's office, Dude, you get a surprise bill for honestly, honestly, I expected to have to pay for it like when it first came out you know i just assumed we would have to pay for it now it was going to be worth it to me but i mean yeah I'd, why wouldn't you assume I, that in this country i honestly think you'd get more up to you'd get more less hesitancy more uptake if you did charge for it because free stuff is suspicious to america like like so much of american capitalism is just basically being a scam that if, if people can't figure out what the angle is they assume they're being a sucker right it must be a microchip that they're going to get profit off of because right. why would they give you something free it's not free. The federal government pay for it. Trying to get back to work, right? But the uh, I have a buddy who works in a, he his job is getting so he works for a company that has solar panels and they'll put solar panels on your house, your roof for free, and you get free electricity. And what the company gets out of it is a free real estate to put their solar panels and the extra energy that's sold back into the grid from those panels that you don't use. They get a they get profit off that. So when he calls people to try to sell them that, people yeah. will not believe it. 
Right. It sounds I mean, like I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a scam because it's like healthcare is in so many ways a scam in this country. Mm. There's just so many other types of scams that we've all been got had been made aware of or had you know gotten screwed over by so it just you know you can't trust nobody uh nora enels says i'm in indiana and i know nurses who won't get it um yeah i mean why i don't know i mean obviously there are these people that are like the lady who's cutting everybody's brakes and stuff uh okay lynn barons hannah says i'm a nurse many of my patients are waiting for the full approval of the vaccine i i can't like i can't the fda so i I was reading explainer of this and it's really frustrating because the fda (laughs) exists to keep people from being scammed it's supposed to stop snake oil right right it just complaints of medicine i mean like uh, the claims of medicine to see if it does what it says over-the-counter truck stop dick pills have not been tested. Everyone knows they're a scam. They're not claimed to be real, right? They don't have an FDA approval thing on them. The FDA does not necessarily, te- they're not they're not deciding something's poison or not. They're trying to decide if something works or not to see if you're being overcharged for it. We're not being charged for the COVID vaccine. They're, they're saving us from zero fraud, right? They could just approve it and it would not affect their mission. <laughs> So there's there's them slow walking. This is extremely stupid and frustrating. And yes, it would stop a lot of people like a lot of those hesitancy is it's they have that talking point. It's not fully approved. BJ Anderson says plenty of nurses and doctors in Tennessee will not get the vaccine. Well, my, my home state's been well represented so far, uh, as per usual. Go Titans says will not get the vaccine and just had an outbreak at the county jail. Only 23 percent of the deputies were vaccinated. 38 inmates with COVID. Yeah, that's how did. Do you know how it's working with with prisoners? Are they do they have the option even, or are we just not even giving them the vaccine? It, there was a bit of outrage because um they're they're put inmates in the first tier, which of course people were like, how yeah. come they they're getting in first? These liberals are like, but they're just high risk. You're trying to stop the outbreak. You're trying to give to the most high risk people first, right? You know, just that's it, and keep keeping inmates from getting it keeps yeah guards from getting it, right. nurses from getting it, taking it back to their families. Um, but the, uh, it's the response to this is like the fact that the government won't mandate it for their own employees is ridiculous. Like, like New York is started to, you need a vaccine, uh, uh, proof of vaccination to go in bars and restaurants, but in, uh, New York will not require, will not require the police department to all get vaccinated. It's just like, just make, just require it, require it. Yeah, I mean, I used to work for the federal government, as we talked about before, and I remember they required like random drug testing, which I always thought was bullshit because there's a Supreme Court case from the 90s, which uh, deemed it unconstitutional for like political candidates or or, like holders of political office at a certain level, at least to be randomly drug tested, you know, but federal employees could be randomly drug tested. You know what I mean? Uh, But they, you know, I don't know why, like they can do whatever the hell they want when it comes to that type of stuff, you know, so why would they not it's just like in the nfl you know they've you're heavily incentivized to get the vaccine and so for coaches they pretty much all have had to get it or like one of them lost his job because he wouldn't get it because like he couldn't do his job if he didn't have the vaccine because he couldn't go into meetings or stuff like that like you gotta you have to make it hard on people to not have it i think like Mm -hmm. if they just continue refuse to not get it you got to make it difficult to not have it do you see what uh, Mike Zimmer, the coach of the Vikings, did this week? Yeah. So, so the uh, so he's really fr- like so the NFL's got a bunch of anti-vaxxers. You know, they're they're young uh, jock kids 
who didn't go to who had their science tutor do their homework and uh, they got right. hand injuries. They're all going to live and, forever and that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, and they get they get all their news from YouTube. Uh, so there's a bunch of vaccine hesitancy in the NFL, um, and the coaches are openly complaining about it because while the coaches are elderly, <laughs> and yeah. like like uh, uh, the head coach of the Redskins, Ron. Um, he's a cancer survivor and he's been he's right. been openly frustrated with it with it he's immunocompromised he's openly frustrated with his players not getting it so but most coaches are concerned about it being a competitive disadvantage because if your players right. miss games because they're in the protocols they test positive you're going to be down players you might be forfeit if you're not enough players so um mike zimmer has been complaining the head coach of the vikings has been complaining about his players for a lot and so if, if you're not vaccinated there is a process you can go through you have to get daily testing and, and yada 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 so he invited the media to come early every day and stick out the parking lot and take pictures and write down who is getting tested so they will know who's unvaccinated so they can ask them really annoying questions about it that's how he's yeah that's that's the, that's the stick he's given to his players to get the right. care out of the vaccine is i'm gonna just embarrass can't. you your children i'm gonna embarrass I, you i mean you have people quitting their jobs over it. luna gary mb says i'm in wisconsin and I, it seems i know more unvaxxed than vaxxed shaking my head i am vaccinated so yeah, there's definitely you know still pockets, but like you like you said, if you're unvaccinated in the NFL, there's all these other rigorous steps you have to go through, and I just like me, I'm such a bag of shit. Like just that alone, I think would be enough. Like yeah. I, like you know what I mean? Just to make my day easier, I would do it for that reason. Like I ain't doing all that extra bullshit, but these people will put themselves through so much extra bullshit, or some of them will just walk away from a job, you know, like so they don't have to get it. It's just mind-boggling to me i would rather be shot full of 30 experimental drugs and fill out one form at the dmv <laughs> i would not do right. that yeah i do not understand these people like the no, testing tell like, me i gotta come into work early every day to get tested every day get that thing shoved up my nose every day all because i won't get two shots there's no way you don't even have to tell me what's in there just give it to me and leave me alone so i can sleep in a little lighter or whatever i ain't I'll, doing this shit also, it was really, really funny because they, they didn't really hit their uproar until the NFL announced – they got really mad this, the day the NFL announced they weren't going to make everyone get vaccinated. But what they said was, you cannot get vaccinated if you want, but if you but if you but so many people are positive that you guys can't play, you're not going to get a game check. So right. you your team will forfeit, whoever, whoever caused the game to be canceled, and players from neither team will get paid because we don't have a game to broadcast. And they're like, oh, but you still got to pay us. We don't want to get vaccinated. We might get COVID, but we still want our game check. It's like, no, that's that's all that's that's the all that's all the anger is just like they want to be paid for intentionally sabotaging their workplace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let's see here. BJ Anderson again says, I'm fat. All right. And enjoy a diet of Southern food, including many examples of fried everything. But I ain't stupid. I got vaccinated because I'm kind of addicted to living. Yeah. Especially if you live fat, man. Got to keep. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you can. Keep that. Keep that going. Uh, yeah, man. Live, live like in, living fat, hits, buddy. I like that fat yeah. life myself. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, I don't tell know. you said where it said. Well, you, you go ahead. What? Yeah. We back. So. <laughs> Just as an example of how people are removable, vaccines had uptake had dropped off, and then with the rise of the Delta variant, it's gone back up again. Like we vaccinated, like we're averaging like close to a million, back up to averaging almost a million doses a day going in our arms. So we're up to like seventy percent uh, of oh, shit, adults. Man, I don't know. Maybe dose. we'll, you know, maybe we'll get there. Do you have any idea of what that number like needs to be before? It's, Herd immunity. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Before, what is it? I think it's I think it's eighty five, ninety percent. 
something like that. Maybe, maybe a little lower than that, but that's but still like that. The Delta variant's going to be endemic. Like we're all, it's going to be around yeah. the rest of our lives, like like a cold and flu season. So we're going to keep getting booster shots and shit. Um, Aggie Cajun says it was really hard to get people to wear seat belts before it was required. It took many years to get people to adapt, and some still don't wear them. Uh, yeah, dude, it's true. My, my, uh, I was I was a kid when they they passed that in Virginia, and the 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 hyperbolic language about how totalitarian it was to require people to wear seat belts. It was absolutely ridiculous. My dad would say shit like that. He didn't he didn't want to wear a seatbelt. Um, he wanted, oh, he's I, one of those I knew people who who yeah. would never wear a seatbelt who thought it was some bullshit. Government can't he, tell me what to do, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, he's one of those people who wanted to be thrown clear. That's that's the way you want to deal with the wreck is you'll be thrown clear of the yeah, wreck. Was I, see, I can hit the ground running or maybe do a little tumble and then pick yeah. myself up and go. And I trust myself better than the inside of this car. I'd rather be, you know, if you think about it, Mark, if a car is going to get smushed and exploded, You'd rather be outside of it, really. You want to get you want to get into those bushes over there, perhaps in the uppermost reaches of that tree, something like that. Anything other than inside the car uh, makes sense. But my, my, my dad was a <laughs> old, old school redneck in a lot of ways. For example, he put off, he put off going to the doctor a lot, and one of the yeah, my whole family things, man. One of the things happened because of that was he got colon cancer. It's not it's not what killed him, but he did have colon cancer. He had a colostomy bag uh, for the last few years of his life. And when he got the colostomy bag, the doctor gave him a note that said he did not have to wear a seatbelt. And he was happy. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, ate, government. Yeah. Ate that shit from my yeah. colostomy bag. Um, yeah. But but to that point, though, about the seatbelts, like, but now, and there are still people who won't wear a seatbelt or whatever, but like people get over it. You know what I mean? Like people bitch and moan about things for a while or whatever, but then they move on to whatever like you know they yeah the next if you, thing. If you don't get over it, you end up being like nobody thinks about seatbelts anymore. As you get in your car, dings twice. You put it on. You drive. It's not a it's not a big deal. It wrinkles. It makes your shirt a little wrinklier. I don't know. Whatever it yeah. does. Uh, but like it's like one of those things. Like if you don't get over it, you end up being one of those people who's just like a seventy year old guy at a bar ranting about low flow toilets and fluorescent light bulbs. It's just like, come on, man. Light bulbs work. Toilets work. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. So as a reminder, uh, yeah, still planning on doing these shows. Still want y'all to come as long as you're vaccinated because we're all vaccinated. So, yeah, come see me on tour, wellreadcomedy.com. For tickets and information, we'll keep those, uh, keep them going. We start, certainly plan to. I just feel like, you know, if you're you're vaccinated and you want to come and we're all vaccinated and we're going we're like then like we're we're cool right tell me we're cool mark we're cool yeah <laughs> I, I don't know i mean because it's like as i've said before and it's like otherwise i don't know what we're doing here you know what i mean with these vaccines, like if we if we the responsible people have taken the measures that you need to take in order to be responsible we should be able to fucking live our lives again i mean they, you know they never stopped living theirs but like we got to get to a place where we can fucking do that again that's, too that's the frustrating thing is like the mask order is directed at, at, at us because it's like they need to direct the, the mitigation efforts to people who will comply who will listen so like right so like it's like we're being punished for we, we got to class early with our homework and now we have to stay late and do more homework because the other kids right. didn't do their homework right <laughs> uh, it's fine it's fine it's fine everything's fine everything will be yeah. fine um yeah, well, all right. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Weekly Skews. I'm Trey, and that's Mark, and uh, we'll be back right here.
next Tuesday. Say goodbye. Have a good week.